Okay, so here we are, episode two. This one is called Manchester Cardboard Boxes and Polishing the Stairs. So here's Nicole, our new ops representative, um, who supports me. What you won't hear is prior to the recording and discussing the type of questions we're going to cover, Nicole must have said right about 28 times. Oh, and also 60 seconds was more like two minutes, but this was the first one we recorded, so please uh, bear with us. Right, on with the show. Anyway, so this is all a load of rubbish anyway. So yeah. So whatever you want to say, try and say whatever you want. When you're ready, when you start, when you start talking, I'm gonna start the clock. <laughs> Not oh, from then. When you start talking properly. <laughs> Not just when you say the next word, because that would be terrible. Right. Um hello, so my name's start? Nicole. I know. Start... Oh right, okay. You say <laughs> you right a lot, you know, like you? do you know you say right a lot? <laughs> yes, I, I know it is really bad. I... In my um, English at school, I used to get told off all the time for using controlling <laughs> words. Um, right. <laughs> when you're ready. When people say this to us, then it makes me think about even more, so then I try and not say it. Last say it's brilliant. That's what people want. Like, people get delayed. They don't get to say right a lot. So I'm starting now. Whenever you want. <laughs> so my name's Nicole. I started at Nike in January. Previous to this, I graduated from Manchester Metropolitan University last summer um, with a first class honours in fashion buying and merchandising. I've always had a keen interest in the retail industry, first starting off at a company called Charles Clinkard when I was 16. Um, here I undertook duties in merchandising and then this is when I decided that I wanted, really wanted to go to university and just... Um, discover more about the course um, in terms of the retail industry. Um, so I've been at Nike for three months now and I've really been enjoying getting to know the operations side of the, of the company um, and meeting as many people as I have done so far. Um, I'm just really looking forward to, to seeing where this new area of the business um, can take me really as I've only ever really been quite limited to, to buying and merchandising. There you go, that's your 60 seconds done. So where do you, where do you currently live? Um, so I currently live, well that's Teesside. Ah oh, right, and is that where you're from? Yeah. Ah, and what, what made Manchester be the choice? Is, it, cause it, is that a good university for the course you wanted to do or was it just to get away or... Um, like, yes, I'd kind of always liked the idea of like living in a big city, so that was like one of the main appeals. But also, the course at Manchester Metropolitan is like known for being one of the best um, mm. for fashion buying, because um, I got to do like a placement year with with that. So um, before actually going to university, I took a year out and did like a year as a merchandiser. Then went to university, 
and then in my placement year I did a year as a bar year so I kind of got like two years experience before I actually graduating which was pretty good um but what was yeah, your Man favorite thing about Manchester just FYI we have someone who lives in Manchester and is passionate about the place on the call um I would say that the the best thing about Manchester is just how like there is so many different areas to the city um and like you can go from one end of the city and be in like the northern quarter where it's quite edgy to then like go somewhere like spinning fields where it's a bit like um like more dressed up so i think it was more just like meeting people that i would have never met before so because because the city's so vast there's so many people there who who have different interests um i mean one of the main things was just really meeting people i would have probably never ever met from such a small town around here um yeah like was one it, of the hard moving home pardon was it hard moving home after finishing or was it an easy decision um it was it was pretty hard as in i did enjoy the city life but at the same time like i was very skint when i was there so although i loved living in manchester no money to enjoy the city as much as I as I could have. So um yeah that was the main thing. I think it's more the people, like universities just such a community. Yeah. Um I mean like I met people from there was a lot of people down south and just like one of my friends was from Cheltenham. Um and they were just all fascinated with my accent. Like I didn't realise how much of a strong accent I had until I went to university. That was the first thing that everyone picked up on was how strong my accent was. So it's, it was good to just like meet different people really that I would have never met before and definitely friends for life now. With it on now, one of the questions I'm going to ask everyone is, what is it that you do? So apart from spending a lot of my time in blue jeans at the moment, um, yes. there's a lot of report running. Um, I'm actually taking over the OBR um, element to the to our um, SDR group. So you know, that's a poison chalice, didn't you? Been <laughs> given a big challenge, yeah. No, I mean, I've, I've already had a, I've had a go at it um, in January, so yeah. hopefully not as bad this time around, but. Um, just yes, just basically making sure the product is is getting to the right place at the right time with no disruption. Just keeping a strong relationship with with Sports Direct and also with like the A's and just making sure that everything runs as smoothly as possible with the, the delivery of product. Was Shirebrook everything your heart thought it would be when you first came <laughs> down? Eh? When you came down, and you were promised by Chris Dale all these lights and sparkles with Shirebrook did it deliver or was it was it better or worse than you thought luckily enough I've had um, the chance to have a warehouse tour so I was very ah, impressed yes. with uh, Chris's cardboard box project and seeing the um the carriers being well the boxes being unloaded um but yeah it's just such a huge huge place like I didn't expect it to be that big but it was definitely bigger than I thought it was going to be so yeah Right, it's unbelievable. I think there was nothing there before. It's crazy. Oh, um, yeah. You look out the window and then there's just like a little town just five minutes down the road. It's crazy. Right. You have to go into the town. It's a real experience that. And so from, from the job you currently do, what is it that interests you in the job you do? And I suppose if there's not a lot, and don't worry, Duncan probably won't listen to this. 
what would you, what would your ideal job be if this was if this wasn't to be your end goal? If you want to do an OBR when you're fifty, what would you like to be doing? I mean, um, what interests us about this job is just at university in my final year, we did touch on supply chain, and that was kind of like where I started to to see this side of the retail business. Um, I think what interests us the most is just there's so much you can do on this side of the business, which has such a big effect on the rest of the business. So kind of cost-wise, you can do so much to reduce um, the financial cost of getting product A to B. And I just think that there's so much opportunity within the business to look at within supply chain. I think it's not just a straightforward black and white. There's like so much that you can look at um, and there's so many projects to undertake. I think that's the main thing that interests us is just that we can get involved with exploring a lot of different avenues within within supply chain. Um, from a from a day to day perspective at the moment, can you paint everyone at home a picture of how your day would generally look at the moment? Yes, I mean I get up in the morning, come downstairs, yeah, blue jeans. Um, I'm currently well. I live with my mum and dad at the moment, so I'm currently confined to the dining room. Um, but <laughs> all of the rest of my family are home as well. So my dad's self-employed, um, and my brother like works for him because they have like their own business. Um, so the first couple of weeks was pretty easy because it was just me in the house. But now what my mum's he's a carpenter. Ah, good. That's good. Yeah, good so to like, know. Tap up some work. Yeah, it's a family business, so um, it's been around, oh, it was like their 130th anniversary a couple of years ago, so it's been around for a long time, yeah. Um, so, Bet they're struggling to sit still, aren't they? Yeah, my dad is. Well, we've just, we moved house last January, no, two years ago, and we had a big extension put on, so my dad's basically doing all of the jobs around the house to try and finish the house up because we're kind of like half a building site, half not a building site at the moment. Um, that makes so getting work done easy. Yeah, he's currently polishing the stairs, so um, <laughs> whilst my brother just plays on Xbox, so. <laughs> yeah, so it was it was easier at the beginning, but um, it's a bit harder now that everyone's kind of in the house, so we're just kind of caught in a using the garden lucky lucky enough we've got quite a big garden so we were able to have a barbecue yesterday which was nice, oh, um, nice. but yeah just i think just escaping from it for for a few hours is just good um how do you imagine that do you just literally lock yourself in your room or go to the far um, end of the garden yeah see like in my my room's kind of like i have my stairs only go to my bedroom, so it's like quite private. Ah, oh, the so East Wing. Still... Yeah, <laughs> a little bit like that, yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> um, an yeah, so. Kind of thing in old business, I suppose, plenty of money. <laughs> yeah, so kind of just, yeah, getting away, um, trying to use the time effectively, really, of just not just sitting around. I think sometimes it can be quite hard some days where you just feel you're just a little bit trapped. So I think it's just making sure that you don't fall into that routine of just feeling a bit slobbish. But at the same time, I think it's okay to feel a bit slobbish a few days. I mean, what can you do? It's just trying to get enough turn pressure. The camera off, just turn the yeah. camera off and do a voice call. That's the thing. 
Yeah. We all know when you dial up someone and they have got their camera on, you know, oh, you've not made the effort this morning. <laughs> yeah. So. We all do it. We all do it. At the end of the day, this, we're going to get to a point. We were saying this to Jack the other day. What are we going to do about our hair? Like, I get my hair cut every four weeks. So, we're going to get to the point where you look ridiculous. But. Oh, I know. My boyfriend's been texting me this morning saying he's going to shave it all off. And I just... yeah, see, I can't do that. I did that when I was in uni. I looked absolutely ridiculous. So, I can't do yeah. it. I think yeah, my boyfriend will look horrendous, but I've texted his mum and sister this morning saying, please do not shave his hair, because otherwise there's going to be no one else to do it for him. So if they're on my side, then they won't be doing it for him. And how do you, how do you find it then? Obviously, because your boyfriend doesn't live with you, I'm assuming. So how yeah, do you find so... that difficult? Or Yeah, I mean, it's pretty hard. He's still going to work because he works for GlaxoSmithKline. Jeez. Ah, um, so he's like, well... It's to do with medicine, so they're pretty much classed as like essential workers. Yeah. Um, so he's still got to go to work. So I think, for, I think for him, like it's okay because it's a bit of normality to your life. Like you're still being able to get out of the house and go to work. Yeah. But just lost to FaceTime. I mean, he's at the moment yeah. just stuck on his Xbox, so it's rare that I get even a word out of him. So. Oh. If you yeah. have to pass a message to him through your brother, they can like Xbox together and say, I do if you're telling this. Literally, yeah, literally. To finish off now, just to finish off the call, um, quick fire questions. So I'll ask you the question, first thing that comes to your mind. So, question number one proudest moment? Um, graduating from university. With a first. With mm. a first, yeah. How <laughs> many of them on the call? Uh, what's your biggest fear? The unknown, a bit of a yeah. control freak. Wow, that's an insight. <laughs> if you, what would be your one indulgence? If you have one indulgence, what would it be? Dairy milk, or not? <laughs> Wrong. What's your favourite movie? Um, the Notebook. <laughs> favourite song? That's gonna be everyone's, isn't it? Um... <laughs> I don't think so. I hope not. Um, oh, I don't know. At the moment, I'd say probably Blinded and Lights by the Weekend. There you go. Would you rather watch a film or a box set? A box set. Right. Any recommendations for everyone? What are you currently watching? Um, this is the problem. I've watched so much. I'm actually struck like with things. I've just watched that Tiger King on Netflix. Oh, oh Joe Exotic. What a character he is. Yeah, that is crazy. Um, Go with that. That's your recommendation, Tiger King. I mean, yeah, that's my recommendation, yeah. 